Alright, all you Street Life Crusaders, and I guess a couple of you wrestling fans who are still up for tonight. Welcome back to the Tuesday Night Special. And now it's time for us to find out what happened during this week's edition of Monday Night Raw from Little Rock, Arkansas. Raw and Arkansas. I don't know why it somewhat matches together. You know, I might be a poet, but I don't know it. But it sounds similar. Raw, Arkansas. Weird. But besides Carl and the Maestro saying what I just said was weirder than what that was. <laughs> Monday Night Raw would kick off with none other than a tribute to Martin Luther King for Martin Luther King Day. But would see Cody Rhodes kicking things off for Monday Night Raw with a different arena setup. Most likely due to the fact that Little Rock got hit with some snow and would explain the lack of people in the arena and at the same time we would hear Cody Rhodes asking the people of Little Rock what do you want to talk about? and would talk about not only going back on track but wanting to finish the story but once again would get cut off by somebody else this time none other than the Scottish Terminator Drew McIntyre and Drew McIntyre would talk about their long history and would say that they're the two people who built the blueprint of what it means to leave WWE and come back better than they've ever been. But at the same time would mention their tag team, the fact that they were a tag team champions as the dashing ones, but would see Drew McIntyre a little bit upset Despite him giving all the credit in the world to Cody Rhodes saying that he's become a wonderful father, he's proud of the man he's become, and at the same time would say, you know what, don't worry about what the memes and everybody else is saying online, as long as you keep your nose to the grindstone and keep doing what you're doing, you're gonna be the first person in your family to hold on to championship gold, and on top of that, you'll finish the story but not before I finish mine. And would say that even Drew McIntyre would get called the future champion by Cody Rhodes right after their last match when they were in the company together. But at the same time, Cody Rhodes would say, hey, you know, with you saying that you're gonna finish your story, I wouldn't count anybody out around here. You know, CM Punk could win, Jey Uso could win, you know, even I could win the Royal Rumble. So yeah, don't count anybody out for Drew McIntyre to say, you know what, Cody, instead of being, you know, all smiling all the time and doing all the stuff that you're doing, why don't you be the real Cody Rhodes? And the real Cody Rhodes could be a real world champion and would give him this advice saying that he's won the championship on several different occasions and that's the reason why in the world he believes he needs to be more real. For Cody to say, I am real, I'm smiling because I'm grateful for the second opportunity I've got in this company while you spend time complaining, only for Drew McIntyre to start complaining. And the first person he would complain about would be the fact that we would see Jay Uso being brought back because of Cody Rhodes, CM Punk being here getting in the way of his dream, and speaking of getting in the way of his dreams, Damian Priest, who would try to cash in money in the bank and cost him the world title even though Seth Rollins was out and could have tried to go for the pin or another Claymore, but tried to put him through a table, blaming everyone but himself in typical Drew McIntyre as of late fashion. 
only for Cody Rhodes to say, well, if you're angry about all that and you want to settle things at the Rumble, allow me to remind you, since you want to complain about the past so much, I'm going to give you a reason to complain. Because remember before we left this company, who won that last match? And for those who don't know, spoiler alert at home, it was Cody Rhodes. Yeah, dashing Cody Rhodes at the time too. Then meanwhile backstage folks after Drew McIntyre had a bitter pill to swallow We would see Truth selling merch backstage for Damian Priest to say You know what? You need to be serious about this You're not in the judgment day And only for our truth to say serious And hand him a wad of cash And say yeah that's your cut from these t-shirts and don't worry, Tom and Nick Mysterio is going to get their cut too, only for Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> you know, sometimes when it comes to our truth, it's really hard to understand, but absolutely hilarious because he would say that, yeah, I even got a t-shirt for Tom and Nick Mysterio only for him to say, yeah, you know what? I can't find Nick on, <laughs> on Facebook. Is he all right? <laughs> Now, for those wondering at home, Tom and Nick Mysterio is Dominic Mysterio, but he said Tom and Nick, and yeah, uh, immediately after that, we would hear Damian Priest defending R-Truth in the clubhouse, but before doing so, would say that to R-Truth during their tag match, don't tag in, and would go even further by saying, yeah, if you're ticked off about R-Truth, being a part of the Judgment Day by proxy or whatever the world he is for that. Yeah, he's in because he's bringing money into the club and everybody's gonna get a cut too, but I don't know about you, JD. You know, you're not really a part of the club because you're not in the t-shirt, which I got a feeling that's a misprint they're gonna have to fix in the future, but I digress because speaking of Dominic and JD McDonough, they're involved in the first match of the night, which would see them fighting against DIY. And during this said contest, we would see a nasty drop kick to the face right after Ciampa would get pulled off the apron prior to the tag for a near fall. Only for Ciampa to hit a scorpion death drop, a little shout out to Sting and Slip of New Legacy Inc. for a near fall. Even seeing a clothesline backdrop driver combination only for a near fall thanks to JD. But ultimately this match would come to an emphatic end after we would see the tights being used by JD for a near fall only for things to get met in the middle with a super kick tiger knee combination by both of these men to win this match and get one step closer to the tag team championships via pinfall and to keep the judgment day saga going and to get it immediately out of the way folks the next match to take place on monday night raw would see none other than awesome truth going one-on-one -on -one against finn balor and damian priest now get this folks, 
Apparently, R-Truth has somehow infiltrated his way into the Judgment Day so much so that he's not only in the giant oversized VR graphic for the Judgment Day prior to their entrance, but also appears behind the Judgment Day like one of those creepy characters that you would see as a manager in WWE 2K20. And that's the best example I can give for that because immediately after that, you would see them, you know, getting in the picture with the Judgment Day for them to say, hey, what the hell? What are you doing here? And then for R-Truth to show him what he's doing here in the opening portions of this match, giving everyone their cut, including Dominic Mysterio, but JD didn't get anything because he has to be a member. But after giving away an upwards of $5,000 according to Way Barrett, he would get met with some bad news. In the case of a blindside hit to the back of the head by Finn Balor during the set contest, only for Truth to try to fight back and say I'm sorry after punching Finn in the face, only for Finn to beat the Living Daylight's flag tag out of him. And to get back into reality of this match, Miz would hit a rope-assisted cold breaker for a near fall. Even seeing R-Truth pull off that beautiful scissors kick that he could do. Only for him to remember that he's in Judgment Day and Damian Priest trying to tell him, Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you do want to be a part of this? You want to be a part of this? Only for Finn Balor to try to get a roll up. R-Truth hitting him with that beautiful heel kick and then Damian Priest bringing him back to reality with a South of Heaven choke slam with Finn still being the legal man picking up the victory as well as a lot of money via pinfall. Now I'm surprised when R-Truth dropped the money in the ring and something we forgot to mention that the fans there in Little Rock didn't rush the ring, probably security kept them back from getting all that money. Cause I know if it hadn't been me, if the money happened to blow in the wind somehow, I would probably take at least uh, what, three of those hundred dollar bills? Maybe four? Carl and Michael said five cause three ain't enough. Ha! <laughs> Gotta love the Big E references. <laughs> But besides Biggie references, folks, and speaking of five, I think it's time for us to take five as we go grab a glass of water. And when we return, we'll be back with the second half of what happened during this week's edition of Monday Night Raw from Little Rock, Arkansas, as the Tuesday Night Special rolls on right after this. So don't go anywhere just yet, folks, and stay tuned. <laughs> 